Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay! Hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome back. Episode 7. Listen to that band. Let's give it up for Joshua Sterling and the New Thought New Song Band. Oh, yeah. They get better every week. Thank you so much, Joshua. That's the... I... I... There are no words to express my gratitude for what you bring to the music world. Okay, moving right along. Wow, episode seven, everybody. Hey, it, I know, I know it's still, you know, young. We're seven years old. We're like in, what, second grade, I guess? <laughs> anyway, um, I, it, it's been uh, a couple weeks since, since the whole podcast launched in that I'm recording this, and... The, the feedback has been great. I'll, I mean, I'm going to leave that for the listener feedback section, but I wanted to say to everybody that's listening, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you're sitting there with me in your ear holes, r- rambling on, basically, you know, sharing my story, sharing my life, uh, what's happening with me, you know, it's, and then the little bit of feedback that's happened is just been so wonderful. And I just want to say right up here at the front of the show, thank you. Okay, moving right along. We are available on iTunes and Stitcher or the RSS feed. Here are a few things that uh, some people don't know about Stitcher Radio. I mean, it's a great app. Don't get me wrong. It's a way to find so many different things to listen to. I mean, uh, not just podcasts, you know, like this. But music podcasts and sports podcasts and very specific news information. I mean, it's a great app and what it serves is perfect. However, to make it such a wonderful app, they take uh, time and energy it takes for me to put together the final uh, file of the show. What I upload to the internet and what eventually gets sent out to you guys um, I mean, it takes time. I mean, it's, it's not a lot of time, but it takes a little bit of time. And so uh, I, I like to play with the sound effects, you know, left left channel, right channel, things like that. And uh, to make Stitcher so quick, easy, and user-friendly, it flattens out the uh, file. It, it uh, basically takes any stereo f- sound, puts it into mono, and reduces the size of the file so they can, you know, hold it on their servers and stream it out faster and blah, blah, blah. I, I understand why. I totally understand why. However, as a podcast, what, creator, producer, uh, uh, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> um, as a content provider, huh? Yeah? Creator. Creator. I don't... Prov- well, I provide it, but I, I create it. Anyway, as a content creator, as a person that sits down at their computer, talks into a microphone, tweaks the audio 
puts it into a file, uploads it to the internet, sends it out to um, specific pod catchers like iTunes and Stitcher, and then wants the, the world to give feedback. That's me, okay? Long definition, that's me. Um, as someone like that, uh, when, when you hear your product reduced in its, in its quality... It, it, it's kind of like a, a punch in the, in the, uh, it's not like, not the gut, um, uh, a punch in the shoulder, I guess. I don't know. Um, slap across the face. I, I, I don't know. Um, but like I said, I totally understand why Stitcher does that, but it belittles the show. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of, of, a, of an everyday out there in the world example, um, I don't know. When you go to a car dealership or a car lot, whether it's brand new cars or used cars or whatever, you don't really want to see dust or dirt on the car that you're about to purchase. Even if it is a used car, you want to see it as clean as possible. Or, I'm sorry, not used. Previously owned. Hey, whatever. So, Stitcher flattens out the sound. And um, you, 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 the listener get gypped a little bit on the final process of the of the of the podcast and and what what it all entails however itunes and if you grab it right from the rss feed link um you get the file as i created it you get the full here it is you know brand almost brand new because you know it's a copy off the internet blah 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 but uh it's as close to listening to what i've created I mean, it's exactly what I've created because they don't tweak the file at all. So my suggestion, and I know there are people out there that just, you know, really hate iTunes. And I know there's people out there that are um, listening, probably doing the same thing I'm saying right now. Yeah, go for iTunes. It's the full effect file because Stitcher flattens it out, you know. So they're like, oh, I hate Stitcher. They, they, they flatten out the audio, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you know, there's haters on either side. I get it. Whatever. Wherever you fall, it's my suggestion that you either use iTunes for the full sound effect, full sound effect, full sound quality effect, there we go, or um, the RSS feed. And if you don't know what, what I mean when I say RSS feed, do a quick Google search. It's, it's, it's essentially the URL that I provide to places like Stitcher, iTunes, other podcatchers. And what it is, it's, it's the entire... Um, uh, information, all the information about each individual show lined up on a, on a, on a, basically a web page. And within the, that file, there is the encapsulated audio file, which is what you're listening to. And podcatchers grab that audio file and hold on to it or stream it or however each individual thing works. And you listen to it. So there's podcasting in a nutshell from my point of view. Bum, ba, da, bum. Bottom line, my suggestion, get it right from the source. Go to the RSS feed, which can be found on the webpage, which is at the end of the show, in the disclaimer, or not in the disclaimer, but in the outro, and or go to iTunes, because iTunes doesn't tweak the file. And I'm saying this now, because if you haven't, uh, if, you, if you're listening through Stitcher or any sort of you know downgrading podcatcher, I suggest that you go back, get to the stereo sound, as I just explained, and listen to episode six, where I messed around with some sound effects for Halloween, um, because I did, I did tweak the left and right channels. So if you, if you heard it on Stitcher, you kind of missed out on the effects, but 
again, I, the only reason I'm saying go back and listen is because I put time and energy into it. <laughs> and, and when Stitcher flattens it out, I'm kind of like, oh, so, <laughs> so that's, that's just for you guys out there. All right, moving right along. You know, it's the it's the little things. It's the simple things in life that really keep us going on a, on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis. And we, as people, sometimes get so wrapped up into, well, so many different things. You know, uh, the list of to-do stuff that we have to do in, do in our day. You know, go to work, go to the store, drop off the kids, pick up the kids, whatever it is. Everybody's got one. And sometimes that list kind of runs our life and we, we 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 miss certain things you know um on on a day-to-day basis i'm not saying that you miss it all the time because sometimes or not sometimes a lot of times people will you know okay i work monday through friday that's my work work time and on the weekends it's my family and friends only and that's great if, if you've got a lifestyle like that fantastic and What I'm trying to point out is um, a lot of people, I I hate this, I hate this cliche, I hate this saying because it is so, I don't know, it's cliche. (laughs) Stop and smell the roses, right? It's the little things. It's the simple things. It's those little things that really make our day. And, And now, being a parent, when I'm with my child, of course, I'm paying attention to him and I'm taking every little moment in and oh isn't that sweet and isn't that cute and and oh wow he's gotten so big or wow that's a new word or whatever the case may be and i mean it it's parenthood and yeah i think parents stop and take that moment in with their children because they realize it's that special moment between a parent and a child i get it but what i'm talking about is in the hustle and bustle of your everyday life you know when you're driving to and from work or whatever your commute is you know um, whether you're out in the store looking for, got to get into the store, taking groceries and, and this, that, and the other thing, you know, don't forget the little bread for the sandwiches and, oh, I can't forget cheese and, oh, so-and-so asked for popcorn or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of people get in their own way when they're focusing on whatever the task may be and they forget to uh-huh, stop and smell the roses. And I, I had a moment like that. Not too long ago. Now, don't get me wrong. I I say stop and smell the roses, and I try to do my best, but life gets in the way, and sometimes you can't see past the tip of your nose. Well, for me, uh, the other day, uh, well, last week, actually, now, (laughs) um, I I had to go into the pharmacy and pick up some prescriptions for both my wife and myself. And as if you haven't guessed by now the title of the show, she's our guest today and she's going to be on in just a little bit. She was in the car taking care of our son. I went in to pick up the prescriptions and I went in and I, I don't know why there was a delay. They had to check the insurance is what they told me. Okay, fine, whatever. Okay, do your job. I'm here waiting for it. (laughs) Thanks. So, uh, I had to, I had some time in the store and I was just browsing around the aisles, you know, killing time, looking up and down at things, you know, seeing if there's anything that jumps out that, oh, hey, I've been looking for one of these for a while. I found it. Yay. Or, hey, this might be more helpful in doing something. I, you know, we all do that sort of thing. And so I was killing time and then uh, I saw a few things and I, I, I was in the, uh, 
uh, let's see, what what, what aisles did I not go down? <laughs> um, I kind of hung out mostly in the the uh, the makeup and the the nail polish and hair products and such. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, see the uh, the vitamins since they're kind of right in that same area. And then I went over and looked at uh, beer, and then I walked by the cooler for ice cream, and then I walked past like the home the home stuff uh, it, where where they got like the hangers and the mops and the cleansers and things like that. And then I made my way back towards the pharmacy area, and that that's also right where the uh, the makeup and all those accessories are. And I was just looking up and down the aisle again at the makeup makeup area. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff besides that. And I didn't really think, think about it. Didn't really think about it at all. And I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't made up. <laughs> we had checkups at the doctor, so I'm not going to go get all made up to go to the doctor. There's no reason for it. I, I you know, just looking like I look, I guess. I, I don't know how else to describe it. And it's not like I got checked out I guess it's not it's not really what I'm trying to say cuz that cuz I just I just thought it through in my mind and it's going to sound like I was being checked out but it's not I wasn't being checked out I I just happened to be kind of standing in the way at the end of one aisle and as this person and their shopping cart uh walked on by it was just it was one of those uh excuse me sort of things and as he was um walking by with the cart you know, he looked at me and was like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And I backed up. Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. And he continued on. And I continued, went back to what I was looking at on the shelf. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think it was um, vitamins at that time. He kind of looked back over his shoulder. And I, I don't want to say smiled because his mouth was kind of covered by his shoulder. But it was, it, it seemed like a smile. I I, I don't know. It, I, I, it all happened in an instant so trying to break down the moment and in, in in how it happened pretty hard <laughs> anyway and in that moment i was i was like oh hi there you're smiling at me and then i went wait a minute okay i'm just a woman in the drugstore waiting for a prescription he's just a, just being friendly all right that's cool fine and I didn't see him at all after that, but it was, it was just, it was just one of those weird moments is, is all I could say where, where you're like, Oh, you're looking at me or are you looking at me? I don't know. Huh? And, and, and I guess, I guess it affected me because I wasn't really made up. I think I had some mascara and lip gloss on and that was it. That was it. No powder, no cover up, no nothing. Just simple mascara and lips. <laughs> just, just, just to just to feel right about myself for the day. And like I said, it was just a quick doctor's appointment. Then <laughs> I finally went up to the uh, counter to pick up the prescription. And as I mentioned in a previous episode all about my name, you know that my boy name is Charlie and that's what's on all official documents right now. And my wife is Rebecca. And so when I walked up to the counter, for whatever reason, they thought I was Rebecca, because they pulled out that prescription first, and they said, oh, you've taken this before, or have you taken this before, whatever it is. I didn't need to get into the fact that I wasn't Rebecca. <laughs> I just said, yeah, because it was one of those prescription refills things, and so she's taken it before. No big thing. And then they got to mine, and 
they didn't say any pronouns or anything. They didn't say, has he taken it or is, is this anything? They just kind of went right into it for, for uh, uh, what it is. And I just nodded my head. Yes, of course, of course. And that was that. And what amazed me, well, it was a twofold. In the moment, I was kind of bothered that they thought I was Rebecca or they didn't f- bother to find out who was Rebecca and who was Charlie. Because as I mentioned in that episode about um, my name, Charlie is gender neutral. Now, you don't hear too many girls named Charlie. Well, for that fact, you don't hear about too many guys named Charlie anymore either. But whatever, that's <laughs> that's not for here and now. Um, I don't know. If I saw... One person picking up two prescriptions under two names that could be female. I would try to figure out who am I talking to, but whatever. So I was kind of bothered that that didn't happen. And then I realized, oh, well, maybe it says, you know, has the the moniker Mr. on my forms. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it. Whatever. So maybe they assumed, you know, well, I've got to be the girl. So after the fact, I I, I, I mean, I didn't say anything. I, I just, I kind of blew it off at the beginning. But then I really started thinking about it. And that's when I was like, well, why didn't they ask? Why didn't they ask who was who? And then I realized, well, you know what? Just accept it. Just take it as a compliment. Because for whatever reason, he thought that Rebecca was the girl's name and that you were the girl and let it be. And so I did. Okay, moving right along into the reason why you're listening to this episode, uh, the conversation with my wife. Yes, I sat down, I threw up the mic, and wait, <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a better way to say that. Um set up the mic, put up the mic. Um I did it quickly, so I threw everything together, I guess is where I was trying to say. <laughs> anyway, um this was uh, a, a a conversation that I recorded with my wife. We just kind of rehashed Oh, the happenings of the last year since I came out to myself, then to her, then family, friends, and then publicly. And I don't want to give anything away, and I know I've already taken time to introduce this show, so I'm just going to let it roll starting, well, probably after some transition music. So I'll catch you at the end. So, when I was putting this podcast together, I had always thought that I wanted you as the very first guest or very first co-host or whatever the title label's going to be. Um, the, the very first time that I had someone on mic other than myself, I wanted it to be you because it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's got to be a better way to say that. Are you going to come for the better way to say that? No, I'm just going to let it ride. That's that's the beautiful thing about it is I'm just going to let it ride because I can. So I'd I'd always wanted you as the first guest or co-host or however it is because it just makes sense. That's sweet. When you told me that, that was really sweet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, it just makes sense because... 
Um, well, it's it's my transition, but it's our journey, if that makes sense, you know. Or as as in the title of the show, our experience in it. Yeah. And so so. On the obvious, what you bring to the table in the sense of, oh, hi, here's a trans woman and her wife, you're automatically bringing in the um, point of view from a a, a, well, a straight cisgendered woman. You're, that's, that's what you're bringing to the table on whatever we talk about today and in the future or multiple times or whatever, you know, because I, I figure you'll be back on again. Um, I, I would hope so. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm sure in the future, as I line up other guests or something, that uh, you know, for for example, some of the people we went out with on Thursday night. Ah, yes. If a couple of those people are on, of course, it makes sense to have you there as well. It just makes a, a better conversation, you right. know, because of the dynamic of that group. So, so yes, you're absolutely going to be back. How often, how frequently, and when, I don't know. We'll just, as schedule allows. We've got a two-year-old. It's hard to... It's hard to schedule. Hard to schedule things. Very hard to schedule. And uh, right now, for the listeners that are concerned about where the two-year-old is, it's being... <laughs> he's knocking wow. on the door. timing. The kid <laughs> has him. timing. He's knocking on the door. Uh, he's, he's going to be... He's being watched by Grandma. Uh, and obviously not well because he's knocking on the door. So he's a sweet. He is a sweetheart. I, I'm very blessed. He is. He is kind, gentle. I mean, he's a two-year-old toddler with tantrums because he is, you know, two-year-old with tantrums. But right. very well behaved. Listens more so than not listens. Um, uh, very blessed. I've, I've said that anytime I've referenced uh, talking about Drew. Um. So, since Grandma's watching him, thank you to Grandma for doing that. Yay, Grandma! Yay for Grandma. Which allows us to uh, sneak off to another room in the house, set up the microphone, and enjoy a, uh, we'll just call it a cocktail so we don't get any promotional things or anybody thinks anything about us for drinking whatever we're drinking. We don't have to tell them what brand it is, but we can say we're drinking margaritas. Okay, that's fine. There's a margarita in my mouth, and I am loving it. Okay. You guys are a date night. Aren't you excited? <laughs> yeah, this is this is partially a date night. Woo! Um, so we're, in, we're enjoying alcohol libations. And um, mostly because... Well, that's something I... Well, that's one of the things we used to do when we... Before we became... Uh, a trio. <laughs> we, we, when we were just us, and we would go out and try, you know, different bars and breweries and things, and enjoy uh, that experience. So, of course, anytime we have a chance to have a moment to ourselves, we'll share a drink, which is what we're doing now. And you're joining us, uh, but crack open a cold whatever, and or a warm whatever, whatever floats your boat, and uh, join us. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Uh, thank you for being the first guest on the show. I mean, I, I want to say that because it is time away from a few things that you need to get done between today and tomorrow, and I understand that. So it's it's just nice that we're like, yeah, I'll do that. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I try to do what I can. I really do. I know it's challenging sometimes because time is... There aren't enough hours in the day. 
and I am not here enough of them because of working and working far from home. And if you're a San Diegan, then you know what traffic is like, and it's ridiculous here. Uh, if you live anywhere other than San Diego, Los Angeles, or uh, New York, you probably don't really understand traffic like we do. So, Well, but everybody understands the basic traffic jam, and it's all right. relative to where you live. Yeah. You know, I'm sure in some rural parts, a traffic jam is when somebody's crossing their herd through the, uh, across the road. <laughs> I was just going to say, when there's a cow in the road. Cow or animals in general. Yeah, that might be a traffic jam to some Sorry people. Sorry to anyone with cows or livestock whatever. of any kind. Yes, no offense yes. to any livestock no, in no. this episode. Yeah. No livestock was injured during the filming of this episode. Or the recording of this episode. You know it's what all I the mean. same. It's all the same, yes. So um with that uh, total total luck of the draw that today that we're recording is actually October eleventh, which is National Coming Out Day. And um, a year ago today, it had been just over a month since I came out to you, mm-hmm. and you were still in a digesting process point. You you were accepting, but you were still digesting, and because I remember remember it, because part of me wanted to just come out a year ago today anyway. I was like, oh, the hell with it, I'm going to do it. And then I'm like, no, that's not the best move for the family. So, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, Thank you. Oh, well, Thank no, it just, no, in the big picture for how you and I are, it just didn't, it didn't work out. The timing, unfortunately, for National Coming Out Day didn't coincide with the best time for me to come out. Uh, publicly, publicly. Right. Um but uh, so it had been a month and what four or five days or so since since I had told you, and um, do you remember that time period? Do you remember October eleventh last year, or do you remember the, the, that general time period after coming out, after you've had some time to digest? What were what were your feelings? How did you react when I came out and through till National Coming Out Day? Just that first month of of process. That's that's a really heavy question. Yeah. Well, coming out is a heavy um, process. Coming out trans is is even heavier. I suppose some people might not have listened to previous episodes, so recap. Even if you shared it before, it would be a bad idea. Have you shared how you came out to me? Or yes, you have. Do you want to recap it briefly? I can recap that. Uh, it was a time where she and I had date night. And it was one of the first real date nights since uh, our son was born. Because he was born um, roughly uh, a month before. No, not even. Not even. Uh, no, no, no. Not He wasn't even a year yet. What am I thinking? I was thinking you, October 11th. came out. I came out to my wife on September 7th, so a week before his birthday. His birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was the first chance that she and I had, really since he was born, to just have some time away for us first chance and we needed it on many levels i needed to say what i needed to say we need to just have some time without him and so so we we were you know it was it was a date night and we went out and we had dinner it was greek dinner and then we crossed the parking lot to uh uh, tgi fridays and had some cocktails Mm -hmm. and from my point of view you knew that i had something to say and it was just a matter of getting it out and saying it, really. I, I did know that you had something to say, and I knew that there had been something 
for quite some time. Mind. There had been something for quite some time. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, I, I asked you if you were cheating on me, actually. Oh, that's right. That's I think right. I, asked I forgot you about earlier that. Earlier that in the evening. I don't remember if that was like a week or so before. Yeah, but right know. around that time, you'd asked me that. And not that I really thought. That that was well, and I don't remember it very well because I, I mean I don't remember you. I mean I remember you asking me that, but I don't remember when or whatever right. because it's it wasn't it wasn't true at all. Right, exactly. So it was like, and why I, hang on to? Why did she ask me this on the blah 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 and, day? And I really didn't think that that was a possibility because you were staying at home with a small child all day. Yeah. But hey, I don't know. It, it was the only thing that I could think of. Um, and I knew you'd been depressed and had pulled away and, and my joke now is yes, there was another woman. I just didn't know she was you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, (laughs) so good way to look at it. So yeah, we had a nice, we'd been having it. Well, I guess we still had a nice night. It just got awkward. Um, mm-hmm. we, we were having a nice night. We had dinner. We went over for drinks. I don't think I drank the drink I ordered at Friday's because shortly after they came, you, you got really serious. And you didn't finish it. You had some of it, but I, you didn't finish it. I kind of freaked out. Yeah. We had a shot and then you didn't finish your drink and I finished mine. I remember that. Um, so I, I kind of was like, okay, what's going on? Something is about to happen. And... What did I, you think it was? Because I knew you didn't think I, it was this, but no. what did you think it was? Because you'd already asked me if I was cheating on you, so that... I, and, I, and the answer was no. And so it wasn't like, oh, I'm leaving you. It couldn't possibly be I that if I'm not cheating know. on you. You didn't know. Okay. I really didn't have any idea what you were about to, to lay out on the table. Okay. I had no idea. Um... I knew it was something that was bothering you. I could see that. That was pretty clear. I knew it was something that was pretty heavy. Um, and can I share what your opening line, what you said? I don't even remember. You don't remember? No. I don't even remember what I said. I was such a ball of nerves you... and anxiety at the time. I don't remember really what I said. I said, I said, I wanted to live outwardly as a woman and that's all I remember. But before and after, I don't remember that. Because you went all like, ah, I had to be grounded, um, to balance us out. You you felt like you had to. Yeah. That's, it's true. That's in my nature. Um, which I'm sure you've noticed. And, uh, sometimes can be challenging to have to be that person. But that seems to be one of my stations in life, um, to be the grounded person, even though I freak out really well. I'd much rather freak out. It's much easier. Um, you, you, and you do at times and I calm you down. I hope you realize that. that. I do. Well, cause you do the same for me. You, you, you balance me out. It's a good balance. Um, so you, I don't remember if you looked at me when you said it or not. But you you said I I need to talk to you about my cross dressing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's was right. Was your opening line right? Well, because that's how that's how we had referred to it and, in the past. Well, because that's how you had referred to it in right, the past. Right. Right. Well, because in the past, that's what it was in my mind. Right, and that aspect of 
of you had never been in our relationship before. Not physically, only verbally. Um, We'd only talked about it. Right. We'd only talked about the fact that it was something that you did, and you said that it wasn't something that you were interested in right now. At the time we got together, Um, yeah. It came up a couple, I think a couple years later, Mm -hmm. we had some friends over, and for some, male friends over, and for some reason they decided to dive through our costume closet. Oh. And everyone but you wound up in dresses. Yeah. Purposefully. Uh, for that evening, it was purposeful. Everyone but you wound up in dresses. At that point, at that point in my life, I was I was uh, in very much denial of it because it was it was a pullback point in my time in my life. Right. Um. And I knew and I knew where I had left it off the last time, which was eleven years ago now, where where I almost made the choice to transition. Then mm-hmm. it was kind of like that was like the last large part of my life. And so, at that point in time, what you're, re- what you're referring to, what our friends came over and put on, I remember that. I remember that. Too. that was, it, was kind of, it, was a, it was weird. We were all drinking, and one, 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 <laughs> one friend of ours who is just a drunk, he's a functioning drunk, God love him, my heart goes out to him, but um, he's a drunk. Um, he was the one that uh, was kind of... Not pushing for it, but he's the one that saw the humor in it. And what is Grandma doing? It's a horrible place to take a break. It's a horrible place to take a break. Yes, it is a horrible place to take a break. But uh, we gotta... Okay. Child duty calls. Break. It was a brief break, yes, we're back. But uh, in that break, we took care of the child and dinner. And so now, while he's settling in with Grandma again, we're going to come back. So, admittedly, we had to review what was said before before we had to uh, take a break there. And so now that we're all caught up, because for you, it's just going to be almost seamless. Yep. Um, we're just going to kind of jump right back into it. So... Our friends had raided the uh, uh, costume closet. The two of them ended up in uh, dresses, your your dresses, because I didn't really have mine uh, around at that time. And the drunk friend, our perpetual drunk friend, he he uh, was was. I'm trying to think of the easiest way to to. to offer a visual to our audience. And the only thing I can say is in the situation style comedy, uh, any situation style comedy ranging from the, you know, fifties through probably, Oh, the nineties is when it's kind of started fading out when you had some character that was cross-dressing. Uh, usually it was out of humor or something, uh, something to laugh at ultimately what it was which is where he took it because he is an older guy he's, he's like 12 years older than I am I think maybe maybe 14 years older than I am something like that so that's his that's his generation that's his style that's what he knows that's what he was brought up on so I can't fault him for it but uh, at the time I just I didn't want to uh I didn't want to experience the, the the feeling that the that putting on the clothes gave me in front of him or really anybody, but specifically him. Well, and because it hadn't been a part of our relationship. At that all. too. That too. 
Although I did think about possibly I could use that moment as an opportunity, but it, it just it, I, it just didn't feel right. It was a weird enough evening as it was. Yeah, I don't remember fair. much else of that particular evening, but weird. yes. It had a weird energy to it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, it did. Anyway, going back to you coming, coming out. out to you. Yeah, the uh, you said I need to talk to you about your my cross dressing, and and you you went into this whole big long long emotional speech. And well, it and was not- it was it was six months or so or more of building up the courage to say these words. Oh, well, I, I I figured that, <laughs> I and mean, that's why I didn't stop you and yeah, say, yeah. "Okay, so you want to be a woman?" Um, right? Yeah. Which is how I would have phrased it at the time, um, because I kind of knew once you dropped that opening line that that was where the conversation was headed. Mm. And I tend to be a Band-Aid ripper, a bit of an awkward Band-Aid ripper, but I, I, the whole long drawn out thing just gets kind of painfully uncomfortable for me. So I, I knew it was important and that you had to say all the, the things that you said. But I was just like, okay, get to the point. Get to the point. I know what you're going to... I'm pretty sure I know what the point is. Let's get there. Just say say what you got to say. Um, so... It was... It was awkward. I... I don't know if... I could say a surprised, shocked. I don't know what the right emotional thing I had at the time. It was because I guess I wasn't really that surprised. It wasn't. I hadn't been expecting it at all. Um, but you weren't surprised. I think I was surprised. No. I mean, because you, you, you'd mentioned... You'd never mentioned that you had thought about transitioning before. The closest you came was saying, you know, that you thought about getting breast implants to help with your cross-dressing. Which I thought was a confusing statement. Um, when you said well, it, it's a confusing a statement before. to think. It's a confusing um, thing to think. So it's like, but what about when you're not dressed that way? Isn't that going to be strange? Um, yeah, yeah. And and in in the moment, and shortly thereafter, I the the reality of what you had just shared hadn't really hit me yet. Um. Because partly how you phrased it, and because I didn't have any previous experience with it, you said that you wanted to present as a woman. Well, that that was the way I could say it at the time. Right. I was still figuring out where I was, and that's the only way I could convey it. But presenting as a woman is different than transitioning to be a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And to... 
not just, you know, live as a woman, but to, to be a woman. There's a... I think there's a difference between the two. Maybe people won't agree with me. Um, because just because you present as something doesn't mean that that's what you necessarily are. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. And that's, that's, you, you're part of a small, so from, from what I've experienced so far, you're part of a small group of individuals that don't, well, to sum it up, don't care about the gender binary. They don't care about male, female. They're more interested in the person and, and what it is. Now, sexually, they're attracted to a certain physique, but that could be anything in between, and that's entirely different. It's, it's, how, it's how, they're, how, how the individual is sharing themselves with the world. And there's not a lot of people that I've found that are like that, like you, where you're like, well, I don't really care. So that's why you had that reaction of, uh, of uh, well, you just said it and I lost it. The, the difference of to, between, oh, yes, being the difference a, between being something and presenting something. Right. But to, to the society as, as a mass, uh, it's just not going it, to, they don't think that way. Because see, when you, you know, first ex- when you first said it, I thought I kind of thought that it was going to just be your clothing, mm-hmm. your clothing and basic mannerisms. Okay, and and that would have been much easier to deal with, um, because it, oddly enough, I think if you were gender fluid, it would be easier and less confusing if you're going back and forth you know one day you're like i'm going to be this and the other day you're like i'm going to be this i don't know why and maybe it's because it's something i haven't experienced um but uh the difference between being and presenting yes i mean there is a difference and some people may not see it but um, that's, that, that's one of the, that's one of the aspects. What is, what is, <laughs> that's one of the aspects about being transgender. That is, um, uh, cool. We'll say because everybody's journey and everybody's end result is different. Well, it's for me, it's the difference between being, being the difference between being and presenting is the difference between being transgender and being a crossdresser. Okay, I can see that. That for me, that's part of what the difference is. Is that you know that you just like wearing clothes that are typically intended for the opposite sex. Um, I'm not going to say you know, say that you know like wearing the other sex's clothes because no, no, like Eddie Izzard says, these aren't women's clothes; they're my clothes. I bought them. And I know I quoted that probably incorrectly, but it's close enough. Um, People know what you're talking about. They should. Uh, Google it if no. <laughs> <laughs> he's an executive transvestite. Yeah, but not so much recently. Um, he still he still wanders around in, in lipstick and heels. I've seen pictures. Oh, I haven't seen pictures, but yeah. okay. And I follow him on Facebook. I see his posts. I just um, don't see him a lot. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. Uh, but... But like that, because Eddie Izzard is still very much identifies as as being male, yet he 
enjoys his feminine side as well. Um, so for me, that's where the difference is. That makes perfect sense to me. Makes perfect so, sense to me. So with the way you presented it, haha, to me, um, saying presenting didn't mean that you were going to transition. So I think it was a day or so later mm. when I asked you and you're like, no, no, I want to do hormones and all those other things that it really kind of like hit me that, oh, okay. Um, to say I was upset is a bit of an understatement. But no, to, so it hit you. Yeah. A few days later. I maybe it was the next day. I mentioned something about it, and you're like, "No, no, I, I'm hormones and all these that hormones and transition to being a woman." And I went, "Oh, okay." Um, because you. Presenting as a woman didn't bother me at all. I, I, I one of my ex-boyfriends was a cross-dresser, or at least self-proclaimed cross-dresser. Right, right. He right. never went out like that. It was only at home, and it was never in in street clothes. It was always bed attire. Right, right. Um, yes, I, I know. I remember we had when we were getting to know each other. We talked about him and uh, how. I, that's not me. That that what you described that he did, she did, he did, wasn't me. And I and I and I remember telling you that from the no, beginning. No, no, I know that. And I always thought that that it was strange that he wouldn't go out. I tried to talk him into going out. I said, let's go to Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's a perfect place to go. Um, yeah, yeah. And was told, no, 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 I could never do that. I couldn't go out like that. You don't go to Rocky Horror Picture Show the first time dressed up in drag. And I was like, uh, yeah, you do. That's ridiculous. You don't have to, but well, see that that is it's, part of the inner battle that that people like myself face. It's it's well the the easiest way I can relay it is when when I came out to everyone, and some of the responses were. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I, I kind of, I, um, I knew something was up or I'm not surprised or that, that not, you know, almost expecting something, it to, 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 to happen to be. Right. So it's like they had a premonition, we'll say. So, so the person going out to say Rocky Horror the first time, they're, they're terrified that somebody is going to, um, see that within themselves, or at least that's how I felt when, before, before I overcame the fear of going outside the front door. I would not be surprised at all if I found out that the sex was trans. Not at all. That the, oh, the ex was trans. Um, if that, he, yeah. if, if that is the case after having, you know, learned what I've since learned and experienced what we've been through so far. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. I mean, his reason for his long hair, which needed to be trimmed, it was in such bad shape. It was it was long, like halfway down his back. Wow. Um, and it needed to be trimmed because it wasn't healthy. And no, no, I'm saving my hair so that I can sell it if I ever have to move back to New York. 
was his excuse. Yeah, that's not going to get you money to do that. No, it's not. No, because usually you donate it. Usually you donate your hair, yeah. And you can only sell your hair if you have, like, amazing hair. Absolute amazing hair. Like, stunning color. It wasn't. Stunning condition. It wasn't. Um, Uh, Yeah. Well. And things like that. Let's hope he didn't have to go back to New York. His mom would have paid Oh, okay. Anyhow, we digress off of that. Sorry. That's okay. So, it's, so, it, 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 no, it's very of, much related, too. Absolutely. It is, and that's part of why, when you have said presenting, my brain went there instead. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, but I, I was I was pretty upset. Um, upset at what level? It's, a, it's, a, it's a upset <sighs> how? In, in what way i mean emotionally yes but break that down a little bit a little bit well i was i was upset that you told me the week before drew's birthday and i had so much to do to get we had so much to do to get ready for drew's birthday and then i had to pretend at a party that everything was fine and everything was normal yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I timing, not, timing, timing. I was sucks. not exactly thrilled about that. Yeah. Um, there was definitely a morning that I, I went into to, um, and I, I wouldn't say that that's totally yet. Went, in, only, went into only work. Been a year. Morning, oh. morning. Went into morning. Oh, okay. I'm. So, I was thinking morning, they, as in like good morning. Did the sun's know, up. Good they morning. Know who, who you were? Can I use? Can I use? Yes, they know my name. Okay. Um, I don't remember where I was before I went off on that diatribe, love. It's okay. You were talking about um the period of mourning. Oh, I wouldn't say that that's over. I still. Oh, have, of course not. I still have. That's I mean, that's your that's part of your journey on this. Which is why I say when, you should go to the sofa group. Yes, I know. I need to go to the sofa group. Or contact group. more people like um, the lady we were out with on Thursday night. Yes. Um, I concur. Uh, the two of you should have like, a, have like a girls' night just or girls' afternoon or something. Go out to lunch, coffee. Well, not coffee, but you know what I mean. Right. Have two, three hours together just to hang um, out. Because you are in the same uh, situation. Mm-hmm. We are definitely in the same boat. Um, but no, it's it's a very strange thing to mourn a person who technically is still here. Because it's not like the same process as a breakup. The closest it comes to is, is death. Having experience... You know, close family passing. It the closest thing is 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 that I can liken it to is death, because yeah, at the root you're still the same person, but but the the death of all the stuff that I had in my head of what our future was going to be like, what it was going to look like. You know, when we are two little old people, what we were going to look like walking down the street holding hands as opposed to what it would be now. Um, Drew not having a father, 
and my own a traditional father. A, tra- <clears throat> a traditional father, yes. Um, but not having a, a well, it, it is that that is the best way to phrase it. Really, not having a, a father figure because you're you're not a male figure. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're you're going to be. Um, so dealing with that. Uh, luckily, we don't have real television, so I didn't have to see any like Christmas because it was September, so it was right coming up before the holiday season when they start showing all like the super sappy commercials on TV of families and, and uh, all those things. Yeah, so I was yeah. glad for that. Yeah. Um, and I sobbed pretty much on it regular basis for the first two weeks. Um, I looked terrible. It was not pretty. I'm not a pretty crier. I get all puffy. But you kept a lot of that to yourself because at Um, the same time we were starting to talk about um, Halloween. Right. Well, I'm talking about the first two, three weeks. Right, right, right. Um, oh, well, the first two, three weeks, we, we, we didn't, we, we, we didn't really say a lot. It was a lot of crying on my end and you saying that you were sorry and that you understood that it wasn't what I'd signed up for. And, um, right. I remember talking to you about that and it was talking to you about that and saying, you know, you have every right to. You know, live the life with uh, the the family sense, the partner sense that you would like. So, you know, I understand about you know if 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 you if we're wanting to change the dynamic of our relationship. I didn't say it in that manner, but that's what I, I meant. I know that that's what you meant, which was hard as well. Yeah. Um, it was hard for me to realize too, because going into it, I didn't know if if you would be around or if I'd be kicked to the street. Right. Well, it's difficult saying this in front of you, but it's it's a hard thing when I know that you're choosing this for yourself, but it's a hard thing to hear. Essentially, I'm I'm doing this with or without you. Yes, I'd like you to come with me. But if you don't, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing for me to or I think for a lot of transgender people to to take the risk of telling everyone they know and everyone they love that they're going to do something, you know, to better their life, we'll sum up and say, and risk the fact that they may never see or talk to that person from that moment ever again, ever. Ever again. Yeah, I think that's something that that's a lot of a, people who are coming out experience. Oh, uh, well, what, that emotion or the fact that they never talk to people again? Oh. The, the when, when, I, when I'm, you know, looking at some of the, the transgender boards on Facebook and online and things like that, some of the, a lot of the things I say is say. <laughs> a lot of the things I see are more supportive than not. However, 20 years ago, when I first started researching this for my own self, almost every story was 
my family left me. I was disowned. I, I was on the street for this long. I'm still on the street. You know, whatever the case right. may be. And I, so I've seen the curve. I've seen it turn around, and it's an amazing thing to see happen. But yeah, it's unfortunately still does happen in 2014 since that's when we're recording this so it's a terrifying thing to to realize that you need to do this or you will never be happy content whatever so that's the risk we take in coming out and i recognize that i'm grateful that you did it didn't make it easier to hear um, no, of course not, but it, I'm sure it made it easier since you saw that I understood. Yeah, of course. I understood your side, I should say. Right, of course. And it, I don't know where else to take this. That's fine. That's fine. So you went through, you went through your own process and then, you know, for a couple of weeks and then around week three. Around week three, I I don't like to. I mean, there's no point in dwelling in the negative and wallowing in sadness. There, there just there there really isn't. I mean, the world keeps turning, life keeps going on, and and why live your life that way? It, it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and because I do love you very much. Um, and I love you very much. <laughs> oh, we're cute. <laughs> um, I uh, I realized that I haven't mentioned how I I don't think I decided that I was going to stay. It just was. You you never really thought of the, the option of separation. No, you, you never really not, saw that. You never really thought that. Not that really. That never really came up in your it, mind. It, it's a way of, okay, This we got to work through this somehow, in some way, yeah. some some form of working through this. And I think that's probably because we were so focused on Drew. Oh, we still are, but at the moment in time, because it was his first birthday. Right. But I never really... I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Oh, I neither mean, do I. Of course I not. I'd be stupid to say it'll all be lovely kittens and flowers down the road. Maybe not kittens. Sometimes they get pokey. Um, Sharp claws. Sharp claws. Puppies pee. Um, Birds are loud. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Um, I'll take that. I'd be stupid to say that. Right. And in all honesty, you you go find me a traditional, quote-unquote, traditional uh, marriage relationship. Okay. That doesn't have its its problems, whatever those problems may be. You know, it could be something where one of the uh, parents is a uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, well, closet uh, dope fiend. And I'm, when I'm say that, I was going to say addict. Addict, yeah, yeah. And but in the closet, totally in the closet, where they they no one except them and their dealer basically knows wow. that they do it that type of closet person, you know, it's like, Hey, I got to go run an errand to the store. I'll be back in an hour or whatever. Mm. And, or a half hour, you know, and when they come back, they do it. But what they really do is drive around the corner to a certain spot or a friend's house, whatever dealer's house or whatever, do their thing and then come back. 
I've known people like that, sadly, and no one knows except that small circle of people, two people, three people total, and one of them is the user. Um, or um, somebody's a, uh, uh, a closet homosexual, and they can't even come out to their married partner, you know, if it's the woman or if it's the woman to the, they can't come out to the man. If it's the man, they can't come out to the woman, but yet go and have all their torrid affairs on the side. You know, I mean, everybody has their issues and then it could be, you know, something real simple as, uh, I'm trying to think of something simple. (laughs) Um, this isn't simple, but domestic violence comes to mind. Yeah, something domestic more violence. more along the lines that you hear all the time. Domestic violence. Right. Well, you don't... But the thing is that you don't hear about domestic violence until something big happens. Well, you hear about awareness for it. More so than you used to. Right, exactly. That's that's um, what I'm saying, is you, is you hear about it more so. Which is nice, because more and more people are like, hey, I heard them arguing. Let me go check on them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Domestic violence... People who can't control their money. Mm-hmm. Oh, gambling. Yeah. I don't mean gambling. I just mean people who can't control their money. They just spend all their money. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, everybody has their problems is what, what right. I'm trying to say. So this is ours. This is our thing that we it's deal fine. with. It's not a problem, not a problem, but it's it's what we're... To the outside world, oh, they're dealing with that problem. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not a problem. Challenge. It's an it's a, adventure. And every relationship has that challenge. I, I, problem was the wrong word. Well, I've been drinking, so whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, um, um, so yeah, I whenever was really a separation or anything was never really an option. It was a matter of we'll just we'll work through this for now, right? Which I'm grateful for, and I'm happy for. Um, it's been wonderful. Um, I'm smiling, by the way, world. Uh, so, so at about the three-year point, like I said, I don't like dwelling in sadness. Um, I, we, uh, some good friends of ours every year throw a fabulous Halloween party. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Fabulous. Oh my God. They, well, they throw the best parties. Period. Yeah, they have great parties in general. Their Halloween party is in, is amazing. Now, I'm right. sure there are other Halloween parties out there that are just as equal and probably better. I don't know. But hers are some of the best I have ever experienced. The games, the, the music, the, the fun, the laughter. It's awesome. Right. Um, and just the camaraderie. Because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everyone, even if you have are only meeting these people for the first time, just the, the energy that these friends put out, the type of people that gather around them are all... Good-hearted, fun-loving people. Fun-loving people who yep. are all very intelligent. Yeah, and hopefully are listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, and I'm sure our friends, if they're listening, are going to be like, "Oh, you guys, stop!" Or they're going to be like, "Who are they talking about?" I can't think of who I. Who, <laughs> I can't imagine them being confused. Um, but their their Halloween parties always have some sort of theme to them, and they encourage people to come as the theme. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was uh, dead celebrities. Oh, yeah. um, then they had immortals. Uh, last year was any character from a Johnny Depp movie, which so, was amazing. It's amazing. Someone totally came with a bottle of rum. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. 
so we knew we were going to that party, and some other friends of ours were having a party as well. Um, mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, well, Johnny Depp movie. And I, I decided that you needed to go as a girl. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. You're the one that approached me with that. I decided you needed to go as a girl. Uh-huh, that, I, uh-huh. that you'd spent too many Halloweens being a boy. I never and never did that. Never crossed that threshold. See, that for me was your ex's uh, Rocky Horror fear. Um, and so I, I figured, you know, and you're going to be coming out eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. I may as well go as a female character and enjoy yourself. And see how people respond and, and enjoy right. myself and have a good time. It was it, great. Exactly. It was great. So we we were um, the pirate winches from Pirates of the Caribbean. First film. Uh, the redhead. Actually, they're in all of them. Oh, are they in all? They are. Uh, I don't remember them, but they whatever. They are in all of them. Um, you were the redhead and yeah. I was the blonde. Giselle. So, Yes, I I was Giselle and you were Ginger. Wait, is that her name? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it's... I remember Giselle was one of the names. Giselle was me. Okay. Well, that's you. Scarlet, that's what Scarlet, yeah. Hello, redhead. Yeah. Scarlet. Giselle and Scarlet. That's right. Um, right, right. And so we... That was fun. It was fun. We got costumes made, corsets. They, They were as close to being movie accurate as we possibly could. Within a month. With yes, within a month. Um That yeah, was fun. Great. It was fun. Uh the costumes weren't gonna be ready in time for the because Halloween was in the middle of the week last year. So one mm-hmm. party was after Halloween, the, the the Johnny Depp character party was after Halloween and the other one was before Halloween, the uh-huh. weekend before. Yeah, so we had to choose so another we costume. We had to choose another costume in a short amount of time when we realized that the costumes weren't going to be done. Uh, so brilliantly you thought of, yes, of course it's your, your idea. I I, I can't think of shit like this. Um, you know me, I never think of shit like that. So we, I came up with a brilliant idea of, because it would be easy Mm -hmm. because I, it was days that Mm, it was like, it was like six days, seven if that a week, maybe it was maybe a. I don't think it was more than a week. Well, when we were re- when we realized these won't be done in time, right? Was like at the weak point. What, by the right. time we went out, we had made our minds up, and w- this is what we're going to do. Uh, it was like five days, right? So I came up with a brilliant, brilliant idea mm-hmm. of us being Lindsay and Tobias Funke or Bluth Funke from Arrested Development. Yeah. And I was Tobias. And you were I was Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And it worked, well, it worked out because he's so short and she's so tall. Yes. And for those of you who may not know Rebecca, she's 5'2". And I'm 5'9". Approximately. Yeah. Um, And I'm barely 5'2". Just barely. Um, So... And if you're familiar with the show, Arrested Development, you, you'll know that Tobias um, thinks, try, thinks wants he's, to be a part of, of Blue Man Group. Yeah, thinks um, he's an understanding. The performance art group. And so I blew myself for the night. Um, yep, you covered yourself in blue. I was totally blue and had a mustache, yep. ha- had the glasses. I was completely blue. Yeah. 
Um, that was pretty cool. It was very cool. And uh, you... Yes, me. You were... Uh, oh, and cutoffs, too. Cut- cutoffs. Oh, that's right. Never used blue Tobias. Yeah. Was me. And you were uh, Lindsay in the slut shirt. Mm-hmm. So the red tank top The red shirt. tank top slut shirt with a short leather skirt and boots mm-hmm. and a uh, little leather jacket. You look fabulous as a blonde. I know you don't agree, but you look so good as a blonde, Thank honey. you. Thank you. It was, I like the pictures, the, the, the platinum blonde, but I don't know if I'd want to do that to my hair. It was more of a gold. Okay, whatever. It's more of a gold. Whatever. It was really pretty. I thought it was great. Um, I loved it. I loved both costumes. Both costumes were awesome. Uh, and... So we we won at that party. We won the costume. That's contest. right. We did. I forgot for best costume, funniest. I funniest think. or something because they had a few prizes. Yeah, they had funniest. best and funny and scary and whatever. Mm-hmm. And cutest couple and then uh-huh. we got funniest. Yeah. Which ironically, the prize was a giant stuffed banana. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was a giant. And- I forgot about that. That's in the garage. <laughs> yeah, it, and that fit the fit the characters even better. Yes, fit the, the characters even better. The money is always in the banana stand, mm-hmm. or there's always money in the banana well, stand. That's the correct quote. And I don't want us to forget, but right before uh, Halloween, you came to me and said, "I, I want to meet, you know, your other half." Oh, that's right. That I wanted to to meet you, um, and part of going through that process was me doing your makeup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and saying, "Here, put this on, try this on," because luckily for you, you fit into a lot of my clothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, it, yes, there's the height discrepancy, but um, so things are just shorter on you, which is okay. Uh, for the most part. So, but no, you fit into a lot of my, my dresses and tops yeah. and not pants. I got a big butt, <laughs> but you fit into a lot of my stuff. Lucky, yeah. lucky yeah. you. I lucked out. I lucked out. Yeah. Um, so we did that and that was fun. Mm-hmm. And that was what? Early October? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I think it was end of September, early October Probably. last year. And that was, that was fun because that was a chance for me to. Oh, get re- get get more in touch again, and it was it was it was a good good process. It was a good process. Um, and then, as the listeners know from previous episodes, after after Halloween, things kind of went on hold because we got through Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, move, right, which puts us into February, March of, of two thousand fourteen, right, when I wrote. The letters to my family came out to them, responded to them. I've already talked about this to the mm-hmm. audience. Well, some of them might not have listened to previous episodes. Well, this is a good reason for them to go back and listen. Some of them might be like, I just want to hear him talk. Hear her. I'm so sorry. We were talking about you being a boy. I know. We were talking I'm about... So sorry. We, we We were talking... We, we, were, we were still talking in the point it's before I came out. very confusing. I know. We were... But, but, but in our conversation just right now, we were talking okay. about... Before I came out, so I don't mind. I, I just want an, an easy reference to. I know you. Also, I'm going to make a comment on that in just a moment. Um, we were still talking about a point in time when I hadn't come out publicly yet. I had just come out. The, I, the okay. where where our conversation was is I had just come out to my family. 
You know, it was still yeah. up until that moment. It was just you and you know the couple of friends that we chose and your mom and all that. And because uh, I still haven't come out. No, no, not technically. I mean, you have to a small circle of people. Mutual people, no. Uh, but that's it. But I haven't come out at work. And that's okay um, for now. That's all right for now. And then there's a couple family that it's not. You know, it's it's it, not our personal situation. It just is a better choice to not come out to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, without giving a whole story away, it's just our personal situation. It's best to not come out to them, and that's right. okay. It's a workaround that is something we will do. No big thing, right? It's and it's a it's a speed bump on the road. That's right. all. Right, and because I'm not, you know, out at work or anything like, and and those other things. Um, not that, and it's not that I'm ashamed. It's that I just, I had never thought about this until, uh, there's a few people at work who do know until one of the people I came out to at work who was a lesbian, um, said this to me and, and she was like, yeah, every time, you know, I encounter, cause she's been, she's been out as a lesbian for a while. I mean, she lives with a girlfriend. Um, she's like, every time I come across someone who, who I know from before I came out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who yeah. I, you know, don't know if they do or don't know. And anytime you have to, to tell someone again, come out again, you're, you're coming out all over again. Cause you go yep. through all of those all of same it. type yeah. emotions. Yes. You've said it 500 times, but it's still because it's this new person. It's, it's a whole new experience mm-hmm. all over again. And you're bringing up all those emotions and all these other things. And, and I just don't want to have to deal with it. I know. I know. That's why I am happy. I chose the video as my method of coming out. Yes. And remember, Um, I've offered you offer to help you with yours. Okay. 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 I appreciate that. Uh Uh Um, because it it, it is, it's an emotional thing because people have all these questions, which we'll get to your questions soon. (laughs) Um, because people have all these questions about whatever and, and it's just, I, I just haven't had the, with everything else that had been, has been going on in the past year, mm-hmm. when you coming out to me, coming out to your family, dealing with all of that, and my own personal mm-hmm. experience with going through all of that, having a two-year-old, mm-hmm. a move, working full-time, mm-hmm. now resolving with our living situation and adjusting to all of those I'm things. Sorry. Siri, you are not part of this. That was weird. It's strange. Um, and I, I just, it's been one of those things that I just, I don't want to have that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, go, I understand completely. I, I, understand I go back completely. and forth between things. And, and another, another person who I came out to at work, all the people I've come out to at work are either, um, part of the LGBT family or are, um, and there's only like five or six people at work who know. Mm-hmm. And the other one, both of her children are gay. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling um, me about her. Yeah. So, and she checks in on me. Oh, that's she's good. Really, yeah. she, she's she like, she's like work me. mama. Yeah. She's oh, work good. Mom. Yay. Um, work mama. And so. I miss my work mama. I know you do. I do too, baby. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one of the other people I, I've told at work who's, who's gay he was like, yeah, I don't, 
you know, I'm I'm a proud gay man, but I don't feel the need to to broadcast it to total strangers. Mm-hmm. And he gave me an example of of I, you know, was returning a pair of shoes that I of my boyfriend's at Target and the clerk at the service desk looked at me and was like, "Oh, did she get the wrong size? Oh, jeez. And he was like, yeah, 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 she did. You know, uh, and he, you know, played it off. But, and, you know, I never thought of that either because being a quote unquote lesbian is a whole new world for me. It's not something I ever planned to embark upon. Um... So right, it's just right. well, I, I, per, I this is not something to get into now, but I personally think that for people like you, cis women who are with a transgendered woman, so outwardly it would look like lesbians. I think there should be a new term for that because it's it's lesbians, but not quite. You know, I think there should be, a, and the same thing is true for well, for for a cisgendered man and a trans man. Because outwardly they would look like a gay men, a couple of men, but not necessarily. So I personally think that we should come up, not you, we, not you and I, should come up with, (laughs) society should come up with another term for people like you and that other example I I gave. But I I don't want to get into that right now. I want to just say, yeah, I could understand it's now a switch of gears in thinking as a lesbian because I've got to think the same thing. I've got the same freaking adjustment to do. Right. I mean, it's slightly easier because I've always called you my wife. Right. But uh, anyhow, wow, what a perfect transition into something I wanted to say, unless you're not done. I, I had one thing that I wanted please, to touch on with say, what you just please said. Say, please say. Um, that I think the closest <coughs> term for, for people such as myself who who are with someone who is, is transgender um it doesn't really well, apply, and anyone who does identify as this, I apologize if you're offended. But I think the closest thing would be maybe pansexual, because I'm not familiar the, with that definition, so I can't. Um, I can't. It's offer not feedback. important. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that yeah. They're yeah, they're attracted yeah, to the person, that, yeah. not, not, it, necessarily not necessarily the, the parts. The, right, right. Okay, that makes um, sense. That makes sense. I, I think there are some that might not agree that that, that they don't see the gender they, they just see the person but it's I sexuality like gender identity are are are, are night and day so no 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 but just in in well, it wasn't where I was going oh. um are just such big areas of gray oh well yeah they really yeah, are yeah, of gray and overlap and and or if you really have to say to rainbow. Put, Multicolored. Right. To put a label on something is very, very challenging. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because even for for people who are completely heterosexual, you know, there there are going to be certain types of that if you are attracted to the opposite gender, opposite gender that you are specifically attracted to, usually. It's not necessarily right. the whole spectrum right. of, of you know a straight woman i'm attracted to men i'm not attracted to men like this i'm attracted to men who are like this and you know it's just it covers so many things and i i've been you know i i think for me like i said for me personally i think that fall i i've always thought women are beautiful never been interested in what's below the waist um 
I met a trans girl once who I thought was a really interesting person and I was attracted to her for her personality. Um, I was with someone at the time, so I never even thought about pursuing anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, now I'm attracted to to a trans girl. Well, now, yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, so, so I, for, for me personally, because I don't identify as a lesbian, I just, I don't, um, it's, it's what I'm going to be labeled as. But I think if I had to, identify, which is why I say there needs to be another term, right? I think if I had to identify with something, it probably would be pansexual. If I, if someone had to put me into a category, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't say right. bisexual, because right, uh, women are. If I met the right woman, I'm sure I'd probably be like, hey, possibly, um, yeah, yeah. So well, I would say that would fall into pansexual for sure. So I think that may be more. Along the lines of where I am. All right. Perfect. Um, but I don't know, because I've always identified straight. Straight, so right. Well, I'm it's part, figuring that out. It's part of your journey, part of my journey, too. Sexuality. Oh, 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 I remember. <clears throat> it was in regards to um, me always calling you wife. Oh, yes. And now you having to switch gears. Yes, wife. And I have to... Yes, that's right. I have to... Uh, I've told you this before, but I mean, I'm saying it, obviously, publicly now. I am so appreciative that you have been the first and foremost uh, cheerleader, we'll say, for using and correcting people on proper uh, pronouns and references like like wife versus uh, husband or, you know, using spouse instead of husband or the number of other ones out there. And I so appreciate that. That has been so heartwarming that you have been my cheerleader on that. And that, for the most part, I haven't been the one to correct people. And when you and I are out together, you're usually the one that steps up or comments on it. And that has been so wonderful. And I am so grateful. So thank you for that. That was It's amazing that you're the first and biggest cheerleader on that. You're welcome. It's special sweetheart. to me. Well, I mean... Well, because it shows you that you're come. really trying. Well, yeah. I mean, in the beginning. And I don't, I don't, I also don't, I know I wouldn't want to be the one who had to correct people if I was in your shoes. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Because it For me, turns it's you hard. into the bitch. Yep, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I do. And I, I'm already a bitch, If it's needed so. to be. I, I do if I need to. But most of the time, if it happens, I'll Wait, let it roll can, off my back. I can back. swear on this podcast? Yeah. Is that okay? We're going to have an explicit. <gasps> explicit. Yeah. This Would you like me to be explicit? Mostly due to topics, not necessarily for um, language, but you can use language, of course. Be explicit. And then we'll get to questions. Fuck. That'll work. <laughs> okay. So questions. Um, I threw this out to our listeners through Facebook. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. That was our conversation. I so appreciate it. And let's just move right along into the rest of the show. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yes. Hey, I want to say thanks to everybody that sent in questions on the Facebook page that um, I sent out and asked for. 
we'll get to them next episode. <laughs> that's that's what next episode is. That's part two, which I think you kind of figured out. Or if not, I hope you figured it out. And if you didn't figure it out, I just told you. Um, I also want to say thank you to Joshua Sterling uh, and give a shout out for his podcast, New Thought, New Song, a podcast. He's He's been a longtime friend of, uh, of ours, and uh, his podcast is available on Stitcher and iTunes and uh, a bunch of other places. So go check it out. Uh, just Google New Thought, New Song. And I wanted to say thank you, Joshua, because he shared the show, this show, our show, my show, <laughs> with his uh, fans, his friends, family, I guess. He shared it on his timeline, so all the people that are look at his timeline saw it. So if, you, if you're joining us from his timeline, thanks for joining us, and thank you, Joshua. I also want to say thank you to some new listeners. Uh, again, I don't give out last names just for their sake. Uh, if, if you write in and say, hey, hey, I don't care if you use my last name, fine, I'll use it. <laughs> or if you have a podcast of your own, I'm going to use it. But for those people that just kind of contact me, I'm just going to say their last initial. So first is Terry B. Thank you. Uh, next is Alex P. And I really want to thank you for your feedback. You and I were uh, talking through Facebook, I guess is the best way to say that. And you said, uh, and I quote, I like your style of podcasting. You're very easy on the ears. And Alex, I just wanted to say thank you so much. That was so sweet of you and so wonderful. It, it, it really warmed my heart. So thank you. And uh, I also want to say I hope Erica and Aaron, which are friends of Alex and mine, are listening too. Uh, a brand new welcome to a new listener, Isabella B. And I, I really hope you're enjoying the show. I also want to say uh, thanks for listening to Michelle G. and her daughter, Lauren, also G. Thank you, too, for listening. I so appreciate your support. We exchanged some words through Facebook, and it was just wonderful. So thank you so much for listening. And I, I, I we're getting to the end of the show, and so I want to say this now. I, I, I only say it briefly in the outro. But it's really important for you, the listener, to rate and uh, review the show on places like uh, Stitcher and iTunes and uh, the website. I mean, anywhere that you put your, uh, your well, your rating or your review, <laughs> each place is a little bit different. Anywhere you put that, it helps the show. It helps expose the show. Um, uh, since I'm familiar with iTunes, I can share this. When you subscribe to a number of podcasts and you rate or review those podcasts, um, anytime you go look and see what's related to whatever you're listening to or looking at at iTunes, there's always a related button. That's how that works. When you buy something, when you listen to something, when you subscribe to something, when you rate something, when you review something, all that goes into their little mathematics behind the scenes and says, oh, hey, these other people might also like this. So take a moment, and really, it takes, what, 10 seconds to click the, uh, the like or the stars or the thumbs up or whatever it is, you know, and, what, 30 seconds to a minute to write something for the review? Um, take that little bit of time, and it really, really, really helps the show. Um, and the same thing goes for liking the Facebook page. 
Um, <laughs> I've mentioned it in a previous episode. It, it, it just helps expose the show. And uh, uh, we've jumped a lot in our likes recently. And I just want to say thanks to everybody who's liked the Facebook page. And share it. Just share it with people. That's what, that's what this podcast is for. I want to share my story with as many people as possible so everybody knows that they're not alone and that a thought you may have that you think is ridiculous or crazy, well, I may share that same thought or somebody else I have on the podcast has that same question, that same feeling, whatever it is, whatever it is. So take the time to to share it because you never know who you might help. Okay, next episode, if you haven't really figured it out by now, especially since I mentioned it earlier, it's part two of my conversation with Rebecca where we answer your questions. (laughs) So keep a lookout for that next week. Okay, I really want to say thank you to Rebecca. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, sweetie. I I, I love you. You know that. But I really thank you for taking the time uh, to, to, to open up. Because we didn't just talk. We, we shared moments. And so, thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I would just go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we would just go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. Time for takeout. No, I'm sorry. Outtakes. Now, here's uh, a few things that stick that... uh, Try that again. The time and energy that I put into into creating the file that goes out in... I bumped the mic. The time and energy I... (laughs) And so I kind of went down... Bumped the mic. And as I mentioned in... As I bumped the mic again... And her Lauren, and her Lauren. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna answer that. I can't answer that. Getting upset though. Oh no no no! <laughs> Poor kid. So, um, because I got distracted before you. Do you remember where we? Do you remember the part where the fluff got in our ears? No? All right, I'll have to go back. Okay, now this next little outtake is actually not really an outtake. I mean, for this particular episode, it is because, as you heard, we had to go take care of parent duties. Um, He wanted to see what Rebecca and I were doing. And so he came into the bedroom where we were. And here's the weird thing. He hasn't seen me or anyone use this microphone since he was... Oh, 13 months old, 14 months old, maybe. And as soon as he saw it, he knew to start speaking into it. And so his, his volume raised and he was pointing, you know, not pointing, but focusing his, his sound by, you know, talking to the microphone. It was a couple feet away, maybe. Um, and he was just all over it. So here is a little bit of sharing of that quick little moment in time with our son, Rebecca, and myself. 
Careful, Drew. Don't touch. You can sit, but don't touch. Okay, no pictures. No pictures. What happened to the rest well, of the alphabet? What is the rest of the alphabet? You stopped at E and jumped to Z. Very good singing. How do you know what a microphone is? You've never seen one in person before. The only time I've ever he's ever seen me record into this microphone was when he was eight months old. Wow. Ish, ten maybe. Good grief. Yeah. That's right. That is a book. That is a book. Very good. It's a tiny icon, too. Very good eyes. I'll trade your eyes. Mm-hmm. It is pink. Very good. And what color is that? Purple. Purple. What color is that? Yes. That's right. That's red. Very good. No. That tickles. That, that tickles. Ciao. <laughs> I told you we have a tickle me Elmo. Yeah, I guess so we do. No. No talk. No talk? We can't talk? Well, that's the whole point of what we're doing. It is. Yeah, so. this isn't this isn't gonna work. Cause uh, our born performer Ta-ta. child knows what a microphone is. Oh, don't touch, don't touch, Drew. He just a bumped his head. Apple, a, a, a bowl. Be a this is adorable. <laughs> yes, that is a picture of you eating a popsicle. Do you want a popsicle with grandma? Okay. I think we're going to be up late tonight to do this instead. Maybe. That that was adorable. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now wait for it. 
Here it comes. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2014 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. <laughs>